What's up, everyone? This is Ray from Why Did You Do That Sports with a small commercial break. Just wanted to stop by and say thanks for tuning in. I hope that you're enjoying this episode so far. Now, if you like our podcast, there's two ways to support us that doesn't cost you a dime. The first thing is to click that download button, whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Castbox, or whatever listening platform you use. That download goes a long way to supporting the show. The second thing is to share the podcast on Instagram or any social media platform and give us a tag, whether it's because you enjoy our conversations or you've made some money off our picks. Thanks again for all the support, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Welcome and thank you for tuning into the Why Did You Do That podcast. Your hosts, Ray, MG, and Peter, discuss sports betting and our experiences in the industry, good or bad. Tune in to the real between our analyzed picks as well as our Hail Marys mixed in with a bunch of stupidity between the homies. Enjoy the episode. So, uh, MJ, I see you still have your beauty filter turned on. Oh my god, man. There's no filter. I just Is your skin really just that good? I, I guess so. I mean, I get I get a little bit of compliments at work about it. But... <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I guess. Fuck. <laughs> like, what I mean, I get a little bit of compliments. I mean, like, one or two, like, every other week. Bro, I swear to God, if the next time I see you in person, your face is not crystal clear... <laughs> I'm going to slap the shit. <laughs> I need to drop a skincare routine for the for the audience. I, th- I think it's just water. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, man. Bro, just you're... Meanwhile, meanwhile that's, I that's, have fucking... <laughs> that's probably the most triggering thing you've said all podcasts ever. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you probably just angered, like, everybody. What are you drinking there, bud? Ooh, ooh, uh, ooh. I got a Crown Royal apple with the lemonade. Crown Royal. Cheers. Wait, what Cheers. do you have, Peter? The same thing as last week. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go to LCBO. <laughs> I had Greek yogurt with granola. <laughs> trying That's to be healthy, yo. Good. How 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 many drinks are you deep right now? Uh, I'm about half of a drink. Oh, that's that's okay. Yeah. This makes me think we should start off with the betting <sighs> stuff <laughs> and then save the other things for <laughs> for later, which I think we'll do. <laughs> like I said, just flip my itinerary. Yeah, backwards. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I'm not even prepared for. I forgot to prepare. <laughs> But whatever. So, <laughs> welcome everyone to Watch Out Wednesday. <laughs> we are doing this in reverse uh, to promote drinking and podcasting at the same time. Um, oh, there, there's MJ. He's back. He's back hold with on, his. On, uh, he's back with his great skin. I have no idea what's going on. No. I do this. What? What are you waiting for? Who? You. Oh, nothing. <laughs> oh, what? Wait, what, what's going on? I, it, it like cut out halfway. Oh, okay. Whatever. Um, but yeah, welcome everyone to Watch Out Wednesday. For those of you who didn't listen to yesterday's episode, um, we're just mixing things up a little bit. Um, basically, this entire episode is going to be completely dedicated to sports betting. And then uh, Tuesday's episode is going to be, you know, just us talking, having fun. That's where we kind of play our games. Um, but we are going to be focusing mostly on sports betting. It's going to be very to the to the chase, cut to the chase. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be very direct. Um, and the reason why we're doing this is, you know, just to be a little bit more organized, but also uh, just have an episode that's completely dedicated to sports betting. So you don't have to, uh, for those of you who, for the few of you who do listen to us for, <laughs> for just sports betting, you know, you don't have to listen to the bullshit Um <laughs> Two days in a row, <laughs> you can just <laughs> listen to one. <laughs> oh, yo, I, sh- I shaved my mustache. The mustache is getting bad, bro. Don't you regularly shave your mustache when you're shaving? Don't you uh, shut the hell you up? <laughs> well, this guy doesn't want any conversation at all. <laughs> Sorry, let me just let me just leave. 
Yo, MJ, you're lagging again, bro. First, this guy has amazing skin, and now it's just stuck in your face. It's my fault. So, doesn't matter if I'm frozen or moving. My skin is impeccable. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I'll go ahead and start, and I'll give you guys a quick recap on how our NBA bets went. Um, this week, uh, th- like through posting and stuff, I think I had a, a pretty decent record. Um, start so I started off the week seventeen and fourteen, uh, seventeen wins, fourteen losses. I finished off the week uh, twenty four and twenty one. So I think that's one one extra loss. Um, and I am down a little bit on my units. Uh, seven days ago, I was. Um, plus four units right now i'm only plus up half a unit uh but today is looking pretty good um pretty sure i'm gonna cash this uh one unit bet on the grizzlies uh but the heat screwed me again today because for some reason they refuse to play basketball properly so uh but you know it's my own fault. The Hornets are the Hornets are pretty nasty. I am gonna try a new challenge though. Not really a new challenge, but uh, basically for the entire month of February, um, I am going to put one unit on every single underdog game spread and every single underdog money line game. One unit every single time, and I just want to see how it turns out with how weird the NBA is right now. Uh, with all the COVID and just like how teams are playing, there's, I feel like there's this weird like little um, lull with the underdogs and I kind of just want to see what happens. So uh, I haven't calculated it exactly, uh, but starting February 2nd, how many games there's going to be. Let me do a quick Google. How many best NBA games in the month of February? There's nothing that answers this question. <laughs> just got to count manually. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll count uh, while MJ talks about the Super Bowl after. But um, yeah, there's. Uh, uh, I'll figure out exactly how many games there are. And then by the end of the month, we'll find out if it was worth it. I'll, you know, I'll be the, the, the personal uh, piggy bank. Piggy, you know, what, what, what's the word I'm thinking about? Guinea pig. Guinea pig. <laughs> I said guinea pig. What the fuck? Um, I'll be the personal guinea pig for for everyone, and we'll see if it's worth just betting the underdogs for the entire season. Because if you end up up, you end up up. But if you yep. end up down, <laughs> you end up down. You end up up, and you end up down. The up up. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what we're gonna do for NBA. Um, now. Uh, before we continue, MJ, give us a give us a fancy basketball update. Ah, uh, he's frozen again. Oh, there's two MJs now. <laughs> Hello, MJ. Hello. All right, bro, your hairline is so sharp. I thought you were wearing a toque. What the fuck? <laughs> That's a compliment. Oh, his, the skin bro. really is just that good. What the hell? Yeah, is it actually is. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's bro, insane. Wow, I I apologize for talking bare shit. Wow, should I just Those stop are... using skincare and just use water? Bro, this guy is this guy's skin looks like it was just born. <laughs> oh my god, dude, good for you, man. I'm, I'm appreciate it. So appreciate jealous. it. What the fuck? Yeah, uh, I think for for a little bit I was using like Kiehl's face wash and like moisturizer, but then once I ran out of face wash, I just started nothing. <laughs> That's why your skin's conditioned by fucking fifty dollar cleansers. <laughs> yes, yes, it's been conditioned for the last I think three or four months. Wow, whole perks. I was actually going to buy Kyo's cleanser, and then I'm like, this is 40 bucks for a cleanser? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. What the hell? I thought you were talking shit. Your skin is actually just really... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. 
Oh, and wow. 217 games in February. There's really there's 217. Games. How'd you find out? Added it manually. What the fuck? Are, you, are you a calculator? I used the calculator. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 200. Okay, my subtract. How many games are today? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Subtract eight. That's 209 games that we're going to keep track of all season. Watch out. One unit on every underdog. Today, already, one would have won outright. One would have covered. Oh, technically two would have covered. Um, this, this one is close to covering. And I'm pretty sure another one is close to covering. So it actually would be a pretty deep. And one is winning outright. Bro, there's a lot of underdogs winning today. Probably just one of those days. Another one. Bro, only one favorite has won outright so far. Only one favorite has covered so far out of eight games. Um, and three have won outright. Wait, what? Aren't one Bucks and Lakers have been favorites? Yeah. Yeah. The Lakers. Um, the they Lakers just won, barely won. But they didn't cover. Oh. Yeah. Uh, the Bucks are the only ones that have covered. Um, the Lakers won by eight. I believe the spread. Oh, no. The Lakers spread was seven. My bad. I thought it was nine. So the Lakers covered. Um, Hornets lost to Malik Monk dropping 36 points. Jeez, Jimmy Butler. You think you could guard Malik Monk, bro? Um, <laughs> the Grizzlies are up. Uh, the Bulls are were minus four, and they're currently up by three. Um, and the Pelicans are minus three, and they're currently up by five. So uh, that's a really interesting project that I'm excited to take. Uh, I'm going to start putting on that tomorrow. And honestly, I'm really excited to do some mindless betting because the amount of effort I've been putting into these posts... <laughs> Is like is like concentrated time analyzing these teams and literally what we would do at work, Peter, but like on my own and like on the computer. So oh man, like it's not as fun. Yeah, yeah. Like kind of the fun when we started was was like knowing that one we were working and getting paid to do it <laughs> at the time, and then also like having your boy be like, "Yo, can you look this up?" And he's like. Yo, it's like I think it's this, and then by the time game time rolls around, it's like, why the fuck did we do that? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for it. Watch tomorrow, just be go to shit. all favorites, all favorites. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's gonna be fun. But yeah, moving on. Uh, MJ, give us a fancy basketball update. Uh, I won my second week in a row. Um, nice. Which is actually surprising because I thought I was gonna lose. I think I was down um, like six to three in the last couple of days, or I was down five four. But um, I had a couple of big games from like Reggie Jackson, and uh, I think um, who else had a big game? Oh, Russ had a big game for me yesterday. Ooh, he had forty one, uh, and I was I was actually Ray. You know this? I was I was trying to trade Russ for for Shea, but uh, it's a good thing I didn't because. Russ I would still it do it, man. I don't know. I don't. I, you know what? I, like I saw your post today on, on IG about the Russ hate. Yeah. You know, I I'm one of those guys that is very critical of Russ, but mm. I still have faith in him. Faith in him to do what he does best. Um, never mind the field goal percentage. Never mind, like you know, everyone thinking that he's stat padding. This guy is gonna put in work and he's gonna put up numbers. So in the fantasy game, that's all you really want. Like if you're if you're gonna sacrifice one or two categories and and then get a shit ton in like three or four, you might as well take it, right? Um, so he, w- I think he was the big uh, catalyst behind me winning because I ended up winning by by one category, and now I'm still third. Well, I dropped the spot from second to third, but um, I'm still only three and a half games back from first. Um, nice. So. Today is looking good. I'm facing my godbrother, um, who I tried to trade to <laughs> Russell Westbrook to. Um, I'm currently up 6-3. Hopefully, and I mean, hopefully I can smack this guy 8-1 because um, I'm expecting Cat to come back this week. So Ooh, that's tough. So I'm, I'm hoping I, uh, my team can put in some work this next week and I can uh, come out on top. 
the uh, the worst thing about being in multiple fantasy leagues is that like you'll have one guy on your team in one league and then in another league you're going up against him against so him. you can't like root for him like i have Giannis in one of my leagues and right now i'm going against i'm going up against him um so he had a shit game but i'm like i don't want him to have a shit game because he's in my league but i want him to have a shit game because he's in another league and <laughs> i'm so torn like uh, but right now, right now, last week I went one and two. Yeah. Um, I only won the one game by, by the one matchup by one category. Um, and then right now I'm going up against a stacked team, um, especially because he got Jimmy Butler back. So that I think he's second in the league. Um, in another one, I'm going up against another guy who's doing really well. I think actually he's about the same as me. And then another league, I'm going up against like one of the shittier guys. So I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, I'm dropping to like fifth or sixth in each league right now. And I don't know what to do. And there's so much to keep track of. I'm starting to get tired, bro. I know. It's tough because like, bro, I, I literally spend almost every hour on the waiver wire to see who's doing it or who I should pick up. Because I always have at least one spot that is expendable until yeah. Cat comes back. So I'm always looking to see who I can fill in with that spot to, to maximize um the three or four games that they're playing for that week. Yeah, you know who you know who I picked up who? on two out of my three leagues is uh, Isaiah Quickly. Oh, Emmanuel Quickly. Emmanuel Quickly. Sorry, Isaiah. Fuck. Yeah, Emmanuel Quickly. He's been playing nice. I'm I'm thinking about uh, picking him up, but uh, Gary Trent Jr. had a good game yesterday, and I, I haven't checked on what his stats are today, but he's basically been shooting the lights out and been averaging about 15, 16 points in his I mean, last two or three. Portland got blown out today, so I don't know how well he played, but yeah, he probably played like shit then. Emmanuel quickly had 25, 25, and then 16 today. And he got now he has six rebounds, seven assists. So on uh, pretty good percentages, too. Hmm. That might be a pickup. That might be a, a pickup for me. Yeah, he's a he's a good pickup. But uh yeah. Uh MJ. Yo. We are officially as of the release of this podcast episode, we are hold on four. <laughs> four. Thursday Friday's <laughs> we're four days away from Super Bowl. The biggest, arguably the biggest sports event of the year. Chiefs versus I'm lagging right now. My brain is lagging. This guy is versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Has anything in your mind changed over the span of the week that we last discussed this? No. Mm. No. I think I think the only thing that uh, kind of, not boggles my mind, but kind of scares me a little bit is um, the fact that the Chiefs defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo, has faced off against Brady, I think, five times. Um, and that's that's counting Super Bowl and regular season. And Brady is three and two against him, but also like Steve Spagnolo is the the guy that was behind like the Giants getting to the Super Bowl and and playing Brady. Um, so it's it's going to be interesting to see what Spagnolo comes up with to try to stop him. Um, seeing as though this is a different team that Brady has been on, and he hasn't had those type of weapons that he had on the Patriots teams. Like you're talking Chris Godwin, Mike, Mike Evans, uh, Antonio Brown as you like your third or fourth wide out. Um, and then you have Leonard Fournette and Ron, I think his name Ronald Jones, the second um, as the running backs. And then you also still have Gronk there, right? So there's a ton of weapons that Brady has at his disposal. And I don't think Spaniolo in his time that he's played Brady on the Patriots has seen talent like that. So it'll be interesting to see what, what plays or like what, defensive schemes he comes up with um that part in a way kind of scares me um because they've seen each other quite a bit so they kind of spangolo kind of knows how brady plays um so it'll be interesting to see how they match up and what what happens yeah the um the thing for me that uh, i'm still torn about is whether or not their safeties play um, if Tampa Bay's safeties play, I do like their chances a lot more, um, considering how lethal the Tampa Bay passing uh, is. Um, 
But if they don't play, I think I might switch up. I think I might be switching up because those safeties made the difference as to why um, the uh, the Packers could come back last yeah. game. Uh, once uh, once Whitehead got injured, um, that passing game opened up, and uh, Aaron Rodgers was able to make throw after throw after throw. Um, so those safeties are going to be a big, big deal, I think. A big I th- deal. I think um, I think Winfield will be back for this game. I'm not 100% sure about Whitehead. Um, but, I mean, they still have a good, what, four days to rest up and – and do their treatment and see if they can go. So I don't, I don't see them sitting out seeing as though they are young guys, so they can give it their all this, this one game. And then whatever happens, they can deal with in the off season. Um, so regardless of if they're 80 or 90% healthy, I think they're still going to give it a go. Um, and if they give it a go, like I said, they're, they're going to give Tampa a chance to win. Um but like we talked about last week, I'm, I'm not I'm not going against Brady anymore. Fuck this. I still might, still might. The problem the problem with me and in Kansas City is that like they're they lost a couple guys on the offensive line. So when you lose one or two pieces from that offensive line, and then you go up against the first four like Tampa Bay, um, they're gonna cause some serious ruckus. Uh, now it's just a matter of whether Pat Mahomes, and I'm pretty sure he will, he'll be able to. Um, work his way through yeah. the onslaught and then get it out to Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. But I think that first four, including Pierre Paul, is going to get to him a number of times throughout the game. If they hit him, great. But if not, they're still going to um, put a lot of pressure to the point where he's going to have to think a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I do agree. I think they only lost one guy this uh, in the postseason. Um, but I think Mahomes is mobile enough to, to to get away from from a lot of the the falters that a uh, a banged up offensive line would give you. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really excited for the Super Bowl. This is the most excited I've been for a Super Bowl because uh, last year I was I was destroyed by how much money we lost on the Packers, so I couldn't really enjoy that Super Bowl. I know that was a, that was a tough year. That's a very tough year. But uh, fuck the Packers. I hope Aaron Rodgers goes somewhere else. Oh, bro, did you see the trade on uh, Jared Goff and Matt yes. Stafford? Um, I don't get it. I don't get it. Here's the thing. A lot of – like I talked to my coworkers today, and uh, a lot of what I don't understand is there's a lot of – not I wouldn't say hate, but there's a lot of, like, misinformation about Matthew Stafford. Like, yeah, he played in Detroit – um, and he played with Megatron, but like for a good number of those years when he didn't have Megatron, he couldn't do anything because he didn't have the pieces around him. And especially on the defensive end, um, as we saw this year, he didn't have shit to, to, to work with where um, even at the end of the game, he had a chance to, you know, win the game. Um, I think going into a team like the Rams, who are well suited on both ends of the ball, is going to help him be successful. You know what I mean? The, the Detroit Lions... And that co- that head coach that they had, I don't think was the perfect fit for Matthew Stafford and his abilities because they weren't using him to his full potential. Whereas I think Sean McVay and his slew of you know um, plays is going to get him is going to put him in the in the best spot to to win games and ultimately win a Super Bowl. Um, now, yeah. what I don't understand is the amount of assets that they give to to give up Stafford. Um, because you, everyone knows that Deshaun Watson is going to be on the move. So if you give up three first round picks and and Jared Goff, um, I think and a second round pick to get Stafford, what's it going to take to get Deshaun? Because you could have easily gotten Deshaun if you gave up a little bit more, right? So it'll be interesting to see. Didn't uh, didn't the Lions fire their coach? Yeah, they also fired their coach. New coach, right? Yeah, that was uh, mid season. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I mean, again, like this is my first year watching football for the whole year. And I didn't watch like, I watched a lot of games. I didn't watch every game. But to me, Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford, like, they feel like they're on the same like tier of football players. You know what I mean? 
I would say Stafford is on the tier above Jared Goff because Stafford has a better arm um, than Jared Goff. And he's also more mobile than Jared Goff is because he's he's bigger. You know what I mean? He's And he's more durable. I want to say he's durable, but like he's a tough guy. So whatever nagging injury he has, he's going to play through it. And he's he's going to perform with that injury. I mean, Jared Goff played in the playoffs with a broken thumb. Like I, That's I, a thumb. Like this guy had, I think, a dislocated collarbone or a shoulder. Uh, went to the sideline, popped it back in, and then just went out and finished the game and threw the game-winning touchdown. Yeah, but a thumb. <laughs> Playing with a broken thumb is hard too. It is. It is. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna disagree with that. But I mean, this guy is tough, man. It's like, yeah, I just I don't see why they felt the need to move on, considering they had like playoff success. You know what I mean? Like they made it. Like they beat the Seahawks and like they made it to the to the conference championships. Like, yeah. I don't necessarily. Oh wait, no. What's the conference championships? Division. Division round. Um. So yeah, I, I I don't really see why they felt the need to move on, but I mean whatever. Um, so you've made no changes to your mind about what uh, what you think the Super Bowl. Are you taking the the money line or the points? I'm putting more money on the points, and then money on the money line. So your official Super Bowl pick, Peter. I'm gonna need you to make a chart of this, and I need your, I need your pick too. You know how like, on like games they have like the, the analyst is like their picks. Like we need we need one of those for the Super Bowl for us. All right, all right. MJ's official pick for the Super Bowl is Buccaneers three and a half. What about yours, Peter? Um, does that have to be an outcome pick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the, this is the outcome chart. Outcome chart. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm going solely based on like the discussions that you two have had about this, um, just because I'm not as uh, prolific in this analysis. But uh, I think uh, I'm currently leaning towards the Buccaneers plus three and a, well, it's plus three point zero for me right now. Oh, is it? Ooh, yeah. it's trending down. Means a lot of money is going on Kansas. Oh no, wait, that's going on Tampa. Oh god, the plus three point oh, but a plus one hundred payout. That is the official line currently. I would a hundred percent take all the money on Chiefs minus three. That's at a minus one twenty. Easy money. <laughs> oh no, man, I. I just think that Travis Kelsey is gonna have a fucking game, bro. Like Travis Kelsey I don't know. looks Travis Kelsey looks unstoppable. I don't know. Like he can't be held. And then you have Tyreek Hill, Nicole Hardman. We'll get into the props in a bit, but I watch <laughs> I've been watching so much Chiefs highlights and I'm just like how could these guys lose? They can't lose. <laughs> They're not losing any of these games. <laughs> I feel like by I feel like by the end of the week you're gonna be really inconfident, unconfident in your pick. But then by halftime you'll be like, "Oh, I told you." No, I think I think I'll be questioning my pick by uh, by Sunday, um, and then I'll be fine with it. If it if it loses, it loses. Fuck it, I already lost my futures, so is this gonna be is this gonna be your official return to betting? Um I'm gonna say 80% yes. Hmm. 80% yes. All right, we'll take it. Um let's move on. We have our Super Bowl prop picks of the week. Um this could be anything. Uh there's some crazy ass props out there. Um I actually saw a prop. That was uh, will Drake come out with the weekend during the halftime show? I would say no. And the no, the no was like a minus four hundred. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because like, what are the chances, right? Yeah. That's but like true. that off chance that he comes out is like, it's like a plus like eight hundred or some shit. He's not gonna come out with like a knee brace on trying to perform <laughs> and then risking another injury. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he does it. And he, he still has to worry about um, certified lover boys. So it's like, there's a lot of work that he still needs to do. 
I don't know, bro. This is Drake we're talking about. This guy hasn't done anything all pandemic. Because he's been working on his album. And it's still not out. Where's your album, that, Drake? Because he pulled the Daniel and tore his ACL. Wow. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo, I was actually, uh, Daniel just went on like a binge of, watch, of uh, listening to all of our episodes because he hasn't been driving much. Uh, and then he recently drove a bit more, so he listened to everything. And then he was like, yo, I appreciate how I'm pretty much referenced in every single episode. <laughs> there was that one. All right. Do, do any of you have any, any props? I think I completely misunderstood what you meant by the wilder, the prop, the better. I thought I you meant just like pick a prop that you that's, think that's, would... That you think isn't going to happen. Like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, I didn't know you meant look for fucking who's gonna show up at the halftime show. <laughs> That's okay. Um, but I just looked it up, and there's a color of liquid poured on winning coach. We're looking at the exact oh, website. I, right <laughs> I think my favorite one is how many times will Joe Biden be mentioned? <laughs> and over over zero point five is plus three hundred. I I don't see why they. That what? sounds like a solid bet to me. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to say his name once. There, there's one um, that's uh, what will be said first. COVID at minus 500 or pandemic at plus 300. <laughs> I would take pandemic. I don't know, bro. I think COVID. <laughs> I think pandemic has a good chance there. Will MVP say Disney in speech? How many commercials will have a dog in it? Wow. Over four and a half or under four and a half? Over. Coach to have nostrils seen first during the game. <laughs> Andy, Andy Reid, easy. Bruce, <laughs> Andy no, Bruce, Bruce Arians is the first is uh, minus two fifty. Andy Reid is uh, the dog in that one. Plus no way. Yeah. yeah. No way. <laughs> okay, but we can go to real props now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I go first. Um, I'm gonna put. I'll, I have. I have a couple actually. Um, f- team touchdown scorers. My first one for the Chiefs will either be Travis Kelsey at plus three thirty-three, or Patrick Mahomes at plus nine hundred. Uh, last year, Patrick Mahomes scored the first touchdown of the game. Uh, in one of the other games, I don't remember if it was the divisionals or the conference. Uh, Patrick Mahomes ran in for the first touchdown. Um, so you know he this guy likes to make that big play this guy likes to run in for the touchdown so um, I kind of like those odds on him um, so that's that's going to be something I'm going to be watching for um, as well 97 and a half um, passing yards uh, receiving yards for Travis Kelsey 90 and a half for Tyreek Hill that's way too easy like I think no matter what Win or lose, they're gonna get those receiving yards. I think. I think every game they've hit that in the postseason so far. I'll check that. But those those are gonna be my props for uh, for the Super Bowl that I'm gonna be looking at. Hmm. Uh, I think for me, I like um, for any time touchdown score. I like Scott Scotty Miller. Anytime, and I like um, Cameron Brait. Anytime, um, Cameron Brait is more of the your tight end that's gonna block for you and like get people open or like give Tom Brady time. But um, if Gronk is covered and Andy Reid sees that, he's gonna go to Cameron Brait on some trick play um, to get him in uh, in the end zone because he's a big body just like uh, Kelsey and uh, Gronk. Um, so I like the odds there. And then Scotty Miller is your like dark horse of guys that Tom Brady is going to throw to. Obviously you're going to get looks from uh, Godwin and uh, Mike Evans, but Scotty Miller is that one guy everyone seems to forget about. And with his quickness, as we saw in that last game against the Packers, he can get open deep. Um, And if you aren't paying attention, he's going to blow by you. He doesn't have Tyree kill speed, but I mean, he's going to, he's going to have the ability to get open looks. Um, so I like Scotty Miller there. Um, and then for, to touch on your, uh, receiving yards, I like, um, 
where is it here? I like Sammy Watkins over 37 and a half. Um, if by chance Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey um, don't get great looks, look for Sammy Watkins to pop up out of nowhere um, to receive most of those um, receiving yards. But those are pretty much the three that I'm looking at for, for the Super Bowl. Nice. Yeah, I, I, I kind of like the Sammy Watkins pick. Um, but yeah, so uh, every single game, uh, Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey have both hit over 100 receiving yards. Um, and then against the Chiefs, uh, sorry, against the Buccaneers last uh, on their game, uh, that was Ty- one of Tyreek's biggest games of the year. He had 269 receiving yards and three touchdowns. Uh, Travis Kelsey had 82. So uh, they're both due for big games, or they both continue to have big games. Um, I also think that, like, it kind of feels like they were coasting uh, this year, and they're, like, turning it off for the playoffs. They're kind of, like, LeBroning it. So I, I do really like them to to kind of turn it up there. How about you, Peter? Uh one that I found was for um, receiving yards as well on uh, Leonard Fournette. Um, he's been doing pretty well for the postseason as well. Uh, I think Tom Brady's been looking for him for uh, touches a lot more in the postseason. Um, so far, he's missed his prop for two, one game. Um, but in that game, he also got seven uh, targets for those throws. So I think that's a pretty solid prop. He's at 25 and a half right now. And uh, yeah, don't think that should be too hard to beat. I don't know if it's a good bet. Yeah. All right. So moving on, uh, we have some NBA props to watch out for. Um, I don't have much props. <laughs> we're we're going to skip this uh, because I'm going to do the underdog, uh, the whole underdog strat. Uh, assuming my bankroll doesn't bust 10 days into the season or uh, one day, <laughs> one day into the season. Um, we're, we're just going to stick with the underdog who will keep you guys posted on how it's going. This could either be the best thing I've ever done or, uh, worst like, thing. not really the worst, maybe like five out of 10 of worst things I've ever done, but, uh, we'll just go ahead and move on to our esports pick of the week. So, um, I'll bring that over to you, Peter. Yeah, so um, another Dota pick for this week. It's actually interesting that you uh, brought up the whole underdog thing with the NBA because I want to try the same thing with esports. <laughs> so, did we talk about this last week? We did, yeah. That's why okay. I kind of looked into it for this week. Okay, that, that might be why it came to <laughs> So that kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with uh, my pick, which is going to be um, Elephant versus PSG.LGD. I have no idea what that stands for. <laughs> <laughs> but uh they are playing this saturday no sunday february 7th sunday so same day as the super bowl obviously less exciting of course just but um, as exciting just as exciting because we're gonna win this bet but um yeah elephant is underdog right now and honestly they've been having pretty solid games as of recent uh, and then especially with their matchup with this team, they've only, like it's been like a 50-50 split. Like they've given up three games and lost three, and won three games at the same time. So uh, they're just barely the underdog at this point. Um, and that's just because the team that they're going against typically is a little bit more uh, of a stable team comp. But um, I mean, with an underdog bet, I think I'm willing to risk it on this plus 125. It's they're both pretty even teams for the most part and elephant has been on a pretty good win streak recently so that's going to be my first pick for this uh doubling up on esports is this a dota or league is dota Hmm. and you know about dota team comps (laughs) i know about uh there's a mid laner there's a support (laughs) this guy said stable team comp so confident (laughs) I thought I thought I had it. By that I meant like um stable in regards to winning games. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> makes sense. That makes sense. Um all right, MJ, 
We have a hockey pick of the week. I, we uh, do. I, I fucked up on that that Leafs under. Um, but I mean, oh, fuck. if they didn't just they, if they didn't make those, there were so many mistakes in that like end of the first quarter that could have been avoided, and the under would have been solid. But the Leafs are the Leafs, so I'm that that's that's a story for another day. But um, this week I have. My pick of the week being Montreal by one and a half um, against the Ottawa Senators on the, I believe it's the 6th of February. Um, The Ottawa Senators are currently the worst team in the North Division, um, and they've been giving up goals left, right, and center to almost everyone that they've, to everyone that they've played so far, um, with the one exception being the Leafs on, in their second game, they only gave up two goals. But other than that, they've been giving up four goals um, the entire season so far. So with a team like Montreal, who is the second best in the division so far and just put up six goals against Vancouver, um, I don't see why this isn't going to hit. I think this is going to be one of the only times where I'm going to say this is guaranteed. Like Matt Murray has been crap all year. Um, Montreal put up six goals against Vancouver today or sorry, on Monday. Um, and they're just rolling right now. They're going to play, I think, on either Wednesday or Thursday, so that'll be their first game. But, um, like, looking at the Senators' past games, on the 31st, when they played Edmonton, who uh, beat the Leafs in overtime, they gave up eight goals. You give up eight goals to a team like Edmonton, like, and Edmonton is struggling right now, so... Um, the fact that you go up eight goals to Edmonton just makes me more confident in my pick of Montreal beating them by more than one and a half. Uh, so they're playing on Thursday and Saturday. Going with the, uh, well, I mean, you can go either or. My pick is going to be for both games. So we okay. officially. Uh, Senators are home Saturday. Montreal is home Thursday. So then I mean, I'm going. That's like a two-hour drive. Not <laughs> yeah. even like half an hour. Yeah, honestly, it won't even it won't even yeah. really matter. Okay, so they're, senators. They're literally oh, crossing Montreal. a provincial border. Like... <laughs> yeah, like. So Montreal spread. Well, so we officially have our first ever hockey guarantee. Mm. Huh. I cannot get myself to watch hockey in the slightest. To be honest with you, I, I, I haven't watched hockey, like, seriously, since, like, I think the Leafs lost to Boston in, what was that, 2013 or 2014? Yeah. When fucking, what's that, Dion Phaneuf fucking decides to go for a puck when he should be staying back, and then it leads to the game-winning, like... I haven't taken hockey seriously since then, but watching the Leafs um, the other day has kind of almost lit a match under under that fire. Um, and it was kind of interesting because I didn't really know that we ha- we were so um, loaded with talent because there's guys like Jay Brody, Wayne Simmons, and then you have obviously uh, Joe Thornton and then the young guys. So we should be well-suited to win a Stanley Cup, but I'm not going to go out there like every other Leafs fan and think it's our year. I'm, I'm going to wait and see. Um, but I'm, I'm confident that we can get there. Yeah, Leafs fans are, Leafs fans are crazy. Um, but yeah, I don't think I can push myself to watch hockey. But I mean, it is what it is. Uh, but last but not least, uh, we have our local streamer, Peter, Peter Tofu. Um, Peter, tell us about uh, tell us about your stream, bro. What uh, what do people what can people look forward to this week? Uh, yeah, so um, been having a lot of fun streaming some Apex. I've been trying to figure out like a little bit of the technical side of things as well, uh, trying to optimize the stream quality and the production quality in general. So it's still kind of a work in progress, but um, I am going to start. So there's a new season starting in Apex Legends. So uh, going to be grinding that ranked starting tomorrow so i'll probably be streaming a lot of that um we have uh 
a lot of requests for rock band streams. So, uh, you know, got to bust out the, uh, the instruments and uh, wipe off some dust. But uh, yeah, hopefully we can get that going. I'm still trying to figure out like the setup and everything of that. Um, just so, I mean, ideally I want to get like a, like a group rock band stream going, but it's like, I've been streaming some Osu here and there. And like, I think the attraction for that has been pretty good, but it's also because it's like a game where people can request a song that you download and you can play it immediately. Whereas in rock band, you can't do that. So it's like, you're pretty limited in that sense. But I think if you have like a group of people doing it, it kind of fills that, um, that gap in between. So I want to try to get that going. Um, and uh, yeah, I also stream some anime over the weekend and that was a pretty good result there. Um, I didn't know I would have like 15 people watching anime with me online. <laughs> that was pretty dope. Um, talk a little bit more about that as well. But uh, yeah, other than that, just I think um, something that I noticed helped out a lot was just actually notifying people that I'm about to go live. It made a huge difference. Um, yeah, I realized the only thing that we were pretty much doing in terms of marketing the stream was uh, mentioning it like way in advance because we had a pre-plan. But then it's like, if you think about it, people aren't going to remember like, oh, this guy's about to stream three days from now. <laughs> so it's like, I think for something like that, it's uh, it makes more sense to give a little bit of a shorter notice because it's like, it's still fresh in the head. Whereas it's like, oh, this guy's streaming like a week from now. Like, fuck, do I put that on my calendar? Or like, what the hell? <laughs> So yeah. So I had a stream idea mm. <laughs> and I'm going to I'm I'm gonna vocalize it because I, I, I don't think you did a I don't think you did a great job telling it <laughs> the other day. And MJ, I want your opinion. I think you know how streams work with like subs and stuff, right? A little bit. I mean I just I just started like low key streaming Warzone on uh, the past couple Ooh. of days. So Ooh. yeah. Yeah. On Twitch? Yeah, yeah, but none of my videos have saved. Good thing because there's a lot of swearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically, like, uh, people do this thing called like sub trains or like sub, like get people to sub. And I have a stream idea where uh, we'll be shaving each other's heads. Like, I'll be shaving Peter's head. He'll be shaving my head. Um, and depending so if if we get like zero to 20 subs that means that we have to shave the head with like uh four guard and then if you get like 20 to 50 then you're using like a three guard and oh, so then, as, as it goes up you as it goes up the, the, the lower the guard and then if we get to like 150 then you're just using the no guard <laughs> So Bro, it's like the shortest I've ever cut my hair was a number eight. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what do, wait, what do I usually get? I usually get like a two, right? You get like a two, but that you're, we're not the same person. <laughs> yeah, bro. So a hundred, 200 subs. Bro, you're telling me that if it's zero to 20, I have to shave it shorter than I ever have. <laughs> okay, well, obviously we can like, we can change that up to, to be more reasonable. But you're telling me that 200 subs, you wouldn't shave your head with no guard? I would do it for 200, but I don't okay, know about bet. zero to 20 going to number four. Like that just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> okay, so zero to 20 for you would be like a 10. No, uh, like a seven. No, but like the no, shortest but... he's ever done is eight. Yeah. Yeah. So then you would go seven. No, I think I think like 10, 9, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2. What Yo, if his hair's not that long to most, even most people don't have that, a number yeah. 10 guard? Yeah, like do you? I don't have a 10 guard. No, I have an eight guard as a as the okay, longest. We're starting with eight. <laughs> what guards do you have? I have eight down to zero. I, th I, think, <laughs> I think I think zero to fifteen should be should be the eight, and then from there, like you would progressively go lower. Bro, but I don't understand why I'm shaving my head for zero subs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, no, like let's let's say five. Let's say five. I think that's fair. Bro, I think that start at five. I can, start at five. I can fully imagine Wilson just like popping on, and just like gifting fifty subs. <laughs> 
I can I can actually see Al on the run doing that as well. Just fucking <laughs> out of nowhere. Oh my god. I might be I might get 50 subs myself. Bro, I'm like streaming like five days out of the week and you want me bald? <laughs> <laughs> Just wear a do-rag, dude. It's not like you've never done that before. <laughs> you fuck. Or just have the cameras just at your eyebrows and lower. <laughs> okay, so Peter, how many comments will this video need for you to pull this up? Or how many likes will this video likes need comments. for you? Comments? You want? You'd rather do comments? If it's comments, then uh, your guys' comments don't count. <laughs> okay, yeah, fine, fine. How many comments will this video need for us to do the stream? Not including you guys. No, like individual comments. Just like from person to person to person to person. What do we usually get typically? I would say, <laughs> I would say like I 10, from what, 10 yeah. 15. 25. <laughs> MJ, 25. Wait, MJ, are you down for this too? Even though you just cut your hair? Uh, I thought we were just cutting Peter, sir. I think all three of us should just do it. That's a haircut for you. I just need a haircut. Oh, you're gonna get a haircut anyway. <laughs> you're just making this an excuse to shave my head. Yeah, exactly. I think, I, I think for Ray, because it is a normal haircut for him, it, it should get to the. It should be easy to get to the point where we're just fully balding him. <laughs> I don't know about that. Now you have to ask my fiance, bro. That's a that's a little. What? what, the... what? <laughs> that means we have to ask Peter's girl. <laughs> Bro, what? We'll, we'll talk about. It. We'll talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that does it for today's watch on Wednesday. <laughs> I tried to keep it under half an hour and I failed miserably. <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Last words, boys. Um, I hope the stream doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs>